Hello listeners and welcome to The Snippet, the hair podcast where you can learn everything you need to know to get the hair you've always wanted. Join your hosts, Sarah and Ashley from Bar Care in Brisbane as we navigate the world of hair. This is The Snippet. Hi everybody and welcome to The Snippet, your bar care podcast where we tell you everything you've ever needed to know about your hair. So to start we'd like to introduce you to your two hosts here. I'm Sarah, the creative director here at Bar Care and joining me is... I'm Ashley, I'm senior stylist here at Bar Care. And we're going to be taking you through, whenever we do a podcast, a little topic about what you need to know about your hair. So let's jump into the first episode where we talk about fringes. Welcome back. Let's get into how our lockdowns were very different because we are definitely very different because I was home alone by myself most day, <laughs> well, every day waiting for my boyfriend to come home and you were obviously completely different and very busy. Yes, I had a child home doing home learning, which was awesome. So you a teacher. Yeah, 100% <laughs> a teacher, which is definitely my calling in life. I should just quit hairdressing and become a teacher. <laughs> Um, so safe to say teaching is not my forte, but, um, we did okay. And I, we got through it. I recorded some videos for our social media. We definitely did that. That's definitely what I did, um, to keep myself busy. I washed my Mm. hair a lot. Otherwise. (laughs) I, on the other hand, didn't only wash my hair once. So you're very relaxed. Oh, I know what I did. I watched a heap of these videos where people cut their own fringes and they have those hectic fails. Yes. Oh my God, I love them. (laughs) I was going to ask. So no haircuts from home. <laughs> it was tempting. I nearly did my own roots, but yes. um, Ashley just did them for me. Actually, mm. they're on right now. So um, thankfully, I didn't have to resort to that. Do you like watching those fails? I do. Mm. I do like even color or just cutting mm-hmm. your hair. Like, why do people? Why is it when we go into a lockdown, or really kind of any stressful situation, we resort to cutting not just our hair? fringes is that i don't know i think maybe like you think it's going to be super super easy to cut yourself a fringe in and so it's like the first thing you just think well it's fine it'll grow back but um if you've ever grown a fringe out before exactly oh the horror I have never had a front fringe and I know. Like, I'm 37. I've been a hairdresser for 17 years. And I just, for the very first time, trimmed my curtain bangs the other day. I think maybe it's having all the knowledge in my head beforehand, Mm. but... Oh, mate, I could never cut my own fringe. I was so scared. Maybe it's because we just know it's not perfect. Or, Mm. like, when you do it on yourself, you're like, oh, I don't want people to think... That's how I cut people's hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, I know. I get a lot of people asking me whether I do cut my own fringe at home, and for the most part, the answer is no. Do you have a lot of clients I, that cut their own fringe? I actually just have a lot of clients in general that ask me. They're so surprised when I say that I'm getting my hair done this afternoon by one of the girls, or they just think me as a professional, I should cut my not should, but like just would. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, you know how hard that would be? Like, I didn't even blow dry my hair good. Me okay. neither. <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I actually just don't blow dry my hair. Well, yes. Yeah. Follow us on our Instagram um, at 
Barcare and you'll Ooh. see some of Ashley and my attempts at doing our own hair at Absolutely. home. We so you can see. Right <laughs> yes. I think we should talk about like what to ask for when you get a fringe or like what to ask yourself before either cutting your own oh, fringe yeah. or deciding you need some bangs. So I have some questions for you, Sarah. Okay. I'm the terrified. first question is to ask yourself, do you really want bangs? And I feel like that's a good one to start because I think that's something that everyone needs to ask themselves. Because it's like, why? Why mm-hmm. do you feel like you need bangs? Well, I feel like you're asking me this question because I never don't have a fringe. Um, yeah. But so the reason I want a fringe is because I have the worst hairline on the planet. Like I look practically bald at the sides. It is like, uh, you know, Hugo <laughs> weaving in l- like Lord of the Rings. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Well, see, I'm not old. Like Google it, everyone. Google <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Hugo weaving, because mate, that is what I look like with my hair pulled back in a ponytail. It is like intense. And so I just have to have hair around my face. And I usually had like a front wrench. This is the first time I've had like curtain bangs ever. That's why I have to have a fringe because like my forehead is huge. I have the hectic V. There's like a widow's peak in the middle. And honestly, I just hate what I look like without a fringe. So for me, I have to have one. But I don't know, like, have you ever had a... No, because I guess you obviously can't see me at home, everybody. But I have the tiniest forehead in the world. Ashley's forehead is like half of mine. And I have very fine hair, so it would require... It can be done, you know, it yeah. can happen, but it would require a lot of my hair, my fine hair that I don't have a lot of, to be in the fringe, and it's just obviously... It's just not ideal for me. I definitely thought about it, and people think, like, you should, but let's just leave it. I have the tiniest forehead. And I always tell people, and they're like, wow, you do. Like, <laughs> and I'm like thanks. <laughs> like, but you know what's so funny is that my mum always wanted me to have a fringe my sister had a fringe and for some reason I don't know she was just on that train of like everyone needs a yeah. fringe and she took me to the hairdresser sat me down and was like let's give her a fringe and even the hairdresser said like her forehead's a bit small so shout out to her yes um, go Ashley's hairdresser who, yeah who knows what I would have looked like I would like one because I like the idea of it but I guess you can always use fake bangs you can I love it. I do. I've always had one. Well, I grew it out for a while when I was at school, which was a stupid idea. Yeah, it was the worst. I had one when I was a kid because they look really good on me. And then I decided to grow it out because every other girl did not have a fringe. And I was very, very (laughs) jealous. But um, it turns out that was a stupid move. And I pretty much had a fringe forever. Um, I think, like, the main thing I always think is, like, there are so many different kinds of fringes. Like, you can... If you're thinking about it, but you don't want to go bold, like you don't have to have a like three centimeter long, like blunt well, fringe. I think we're finally getting out of that when you say, when someone comes in and they goes, I want bangs, you kind of have to think that they're not talking about the blunt front fringe no. anymore. Like you just don't really see it. And that's like the next question is, what is the right fringe for your face shape? Because um, I would, I never call what I have a fringe, but I have some curtain bangs, a different mm-hmm. version of you, and that's a whole other umbrella. Is that people come in wanting curtain bangs and short ones, long ones, yeah, kind of fringe ones, so many different things. So, well, when someone comes in and goes, "I want a fringe," how would you let them know the right one for them? Well, I think um, actually what you were just saying is really important. Like, there's a really big difference between curtain bangs and a fringe. So, yes. like in a, in Australia, we use the term fringe um, in 
interchangeably a little bit with bangs, but I think like bangs is really an American word for like a fringe, but uh, whether it's like soft or whether it's really full and blunt or whether it's like a little tiny wispy bit or whether it's like really, really heavy, a fringe is probably more like something that's going to cover the front of your face and be more like on your eyebrows, whereas bangs to us is more like those long sort of cheek or lip length Mm. kind of sweepy things the main thing when you're choosing your fringe for yourself is to think about what what you like um about your face so what you want to highlight and also whether you like hair on your face or you don't like hair on your face that's the other thing are you prepared for the fringe yeah for sure and the curtain fringe that I have is very low maintenance. I can style it to make it look like I have this kind of fringe, style it to look good. But I can get it up and out of the way and behind my ears, so it's very low maintenance. I don't even really know in like the hair rules it would even be called a fringe, but with the way the trends are going, people are definitely asking for it, being like, I want this fringe, when really it's pretend fringe. Yeah, that's why I like the term bangs. Like, I was really resistant yes. to the term before this because I think it's so American. It's fun to say. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I do think that it is a great distinction to think like if you want something that's like sort of face framing but isn't just like long layers around your face, like bangs is a great word for that. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the idea of having that kind of a distinction for us so like calling it here first guys um fringe is like something that's like on your forehead near Mm. your eyebrows and bangs is something that's like around your cheeks or your lips yes do you think (laughs) fringes or bangs or whatever are high maintenance they can be Mm -hmm. um i think that the blunter your fringe is the more high maintenance it's going to be because when it gets long it is really obvious in your face. It's really yeah. hard to sweep to the side if you've got a blunt fringe as well. Mm. Whereas if even if you've got a full fringe at the front of your face, as it grows out, if it's a little bit softer on the edges, you can sweep it off to the side a little yeah. bit easier. Which actually, a uh, little thing that not many people know is that actually a side fringe and a front fringe are often cut pretty similarly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't. There's not actually a whole lot of difference between them. So if you've got like a shorter side fringe you can often wear it forward pretty well what's your best tips for styling depends on your hair yes because i don't know about you but like i love a curly fringe on people yes i do love a curly fringe i used to think it was like really daggy but i am so into a curly fringe right now and of course if you've got a curly fringe it's like put your curly products in give it a diffuse if you like a diffuse let it dry naturally happy days like if you've got a blunt fringe i love that like side to side like kind of blow dryer where you use your fingers to blow it from side to side and then um i usually just like when i had a front fringe which i had for ages um i would just like round brush it a little bit at the end without giving it any volume because the volume is like so 80s and i don't love the 80s fringe although it's kind of coming back (laughs) i don't know what's your best tip for styling a fringe I guess I've had to learn how to style them on people. So mm. I remember as an apprentice cutting some of my first fringe that I was very nervous because it's right there in someone's face. You know, I'd be so scared to mess it up, essentially. I actually cut your, like, little fringe. Yeah, I know. Um, that was probably <laughs> one of the first fringes I've ever cut, actually. And I bet that was terrifying because oh, I'm a pain. <laughs> you're not a pain. I am a pain. is scary um, cutting someone's fringe. My best mm. styling tip for a curtain bang 
would be styling it with a brush and obviously a blow dryer just mm-hmm. to sort of get that shape because at the end of the day no matter how good it's cut if you just let it air dry it is just two bits on your face yeah totally right so grab a round brush any size any blow dryer actually that's something that yes. i tell my clients i Always. say pretend like you have a front fringe blow dry it forward get it all sort of like to the front it will look like it will look weird and then you kind of have to mold it in place and to make it look like a curtain oh, and that's so also another like people don't realize the styling that goes into it oh totally curtain bangs are like really really good but they are kind of tricky to style for the start with like because it I is a low maintenance too. fringe yeah because you can get it away tuck it behind your ears sometimes yeah forget about it you but don't have to trim have it all the time a little bit of work into making it look good 100 percent. oh i love that tip that's how actually how i do mine now that i'm curtain bangs yeah i do the um the front roll with the brush I always think, like, that's the best way to do it because, um, so that you don't get a bum part because, you know, mm. how if you try and blow dry it, like, from each side, you end up with that sort of, like, M in the middle, like, McDonald's sign in your face, which you don't want. Whereas if you go straight from the front and then use your fingers to move it to the side, you get that really nice sweep. Do you okay. need product for your fringe? Not necessarily. I use it, um, but I usually just use like the little leftover bits on my hair for when I put the product in the yeah. ends. Um, if your client came in new fringe, do you let them? Because you, we're very different. You like a lot of product in your hair personally. Oh, I and love product. I don't. Yes, true. When I cut someone a new curtain bang fringe, I always say you might just need a little bit of hairspray to encourage it to sit. Yes. On the side to get the shape. Do you put a lot of product in your hair? Hells yeah. Hairspray is like my bestie. I <laughs> love me some hairspray. And honestly, I think if you've got a fringe, you can, unless you have like the best hair in the entire world, yeah. you're probably going to need hairspray at some point or something similar, like a it's texture a good spray. One to have in the 100%. Hairspray is really underrated. Um, I think because they're just, you know, they're all wet and like people think. Mm. that they're this sticky smelly yeah thing, but it's That's not it's best be, yeah oh no I'll it is give you that. definitely I, my I do favorite like a little bit of hairspray i think like even if you have like a really blunt front fringe like i used to have a really short blunt front fringe mm. which i loved and i used to use heaps of hairspray on that and dry shampoo if you've wow. got a fringe dry shampoo is your like other best brand do you wash your fringe no. just your fringe no that's a Thing in the, the fringe world people yes. do do that and i can understand because i have quite fine hair sometimes it just needs a little bit of shampoo but i'm not committing to, <laughs> to the rest of, to the rest of my hair. and that's okay Literally, it is that's fine Here's the thing, little secret here, guys, <laughs> is that your hairdressers are just as lazy as you are with your hair. In fact, probably more Why so. Why is it that all my clients think I spend like four hours on my hair every day? I know. Like, I'm so jealous you have the skills. And I'm like, mm, okay, like, that's fine, but I definitely don't put a lot of effort into my hair. This is the secret here. So I have, like, Ashley and I, I think we've established we both have curtain bangs, so we love our fringes. Like, how often do you wash your hair? Ooh, I'm on a schedule, so I probably do it, like, two times a week. And how often do you wash your fringe? Ooh. Well, I guess it depends on how I'm styling it that Mm. day. If I decide to wear it out and my hair is a little, like, you know, half up, half down, want to keep the fringe out and it's a bit dirty, I'll definitely wash it. There's no schedule on that. That's kind of something that I do if I need to. Yeah. 
Um, but it's definitely there and it has to be done sometimes. It will make you feel like you've washed your whole hair. Yeah. But you haven't. I never do that. <laughs> I say I only wash my hair once a week and I just add add more like dry shampoo. I just never. By the end of the week, my fringe is pretty much entirely dry shampoo. But I will say that that because I'm a scalp bleach and so I'm blonde all over from like root to tip everywhere, that does absorb a lot of the moisture in your hair. When I need to get my roots done, I probably need to wash it twice a week in, in my fringe. But dry shampoo just saves me. So even if you've got like really, like Ashley's got like a little bit more fine hair where it does need washing more regularly, mm. you can definitely get another day out of it with dry shampoo. Um, I get the like third and fourth day out of it. But <laughs> if <laughs> you're not that lucky, at least it'll save you like one day of washing. What's the maintenance time on a fringe? I reckon between four to six weeks, you definitely need to trim your fringe. At least I feel like I need to. What do you think with your clients? How often do you probably trim their fringes? Well, I'm pretty low maintenance. I'm a very low maintenance hairdresser. (laughs) Um, I honestly say, like, it's I really palm it back off to them. Because I'm like, if you like it right now, it's going to grow out. And you're not, you know, it's going to be longer, a bit hard to style. Come back and see me. But you might be able to get eight to 12 weeks. And we just cut it short again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really depending on the person. Most of the time, people will come in and be like, it's super long. Like, let's cut it back to where it was. They don't want to commit to coming in. Mm. They think, you know, it's a little bit of time out of their day. But the option is there. It's definitely there. Oh, I love that option. Yes. I don't know. Have you ever done, like, a fringe on somebody and they've immediately hated it? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, one time, <laughs> <laughs> I cut a fringe on a lady and... She wanted a fringe. She was very confident. She was like, I want a fringe. I never had a fringe. Give me a fringe. So I cut this fringe. And it's probably the initial shock that she was like, what have I done? Yeah. Do I like it? Do I not like it? You just got to get used to it. But now I'm panicking being like, oh my gosh, I cut this girl a fringe. She hates it. Worked out okay. She kept it for a good couple of years. But <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> it's very terrifying. I think the first time you cut a fringe... Like, it really changes your face shape. And, like, when you see a picture of somebody else, like, do you think... I reckon the most common picture that people bring me in of a fringe, at least for a good couple of years, was Zoe Deschanel. That, like, front fringe, the girl from New Girl. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, That picture came to me so many times. And and she is just the most adorable-looking human being. And everybody asked me for this fringe. And I had so many people ask me for that. And then I'll do it. And they'd be like, uh, I think I hate it. And I'm immediately going to grow this out. Because the thing is, what looks good on someone else, it's not that it doesn't look good on you, but you're not used to how it looks. So you have to be really prepared, I think, when you have a fringe that it's going to change how you look dramatically in any like any hair color change or anything photos are great but you might not look like that person i'm definitely love a fringe like i said love all these photos i'm like why can i not look like that and that's because everyone's got big ass (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just very jealous oh i have that same thing though but the opposite because my print forehead is so big i could afford to lose a little bit of i could like seriously after having babies it's like even worse than it was before i'm like balding on the sides i will say though that if that is an issue for you that you have lost a bit of hair on the sides for whatever reason Fringes are the best for hiding that stuff because it can really just, like, make it look like you got way more hair at the front than you do. Like, it, it that, is a that's good tip. That's true. That is true. I mean, that's a good tip for all you new mums out there. Definitely get a fringe. It hides all the growth coming back in as well. 
which is like, oh my goodness. Um, it is hectic that I don't know if anybody has experienced this. It's like you've suddenly just got like, like you're a duckling and you've got like that fluff coming back around your hairline. A fringe is awesome for hiding that and hairspray reiterate hairspray and a fringe really <laughs> good buy hairspray and get a fringe people with fine hair if you think that you can't have a fringe it is amazing because it actually adds a bit of fullness at the front and makes you feel like you've got way more hair around your face um i think if you hate hair on your face like if you wear your hair scraped back do not get a fringe because you yes, will hate you it, will hate it um and like our trainer um she like who does our education here is like notoriously bad for picking a fringe because she wears her hair off her face a lot. She's like, "Yep, put me a fringe in," and then immediately after you've cut it, is like, "No, and I'm growing it out." And then Are we, we refuse all just to do it. Programmed to think we need a fringe. Like it's a common thing in the world. Like everyone results in breakup, lockdown, <laughs> breakup, like, lockdown fringe. You know, it's just a bit weird. I feel like I think it's because it's an easy change. Like because a fringe yes, you is don't have a to really spend a lot of money, not easy change. Do it yourself. <laughs> don't do it yourself. <laughs> but it, it like it is a really good quick thing that can change yes. how you look really easily. But it is something like please do not rashly cut yourself a fringe. Like come and talk to your hairdresser and make sure that you're going to be happy because we will drill you with all of these questions mm. beforehand just to make sure that you are sure. Um, this is a good little question. Is your skincare, does that affect your fringe? Because now I'm just looking at your forehead. <laughs> My huge forehead. You have quite nice skin. Oh, thanks. Um, I do not. Really? Like, yeah, like I'm very like acne prone, I guess, with like the, mar- the wearing masks and stuff. Having something hair on my forehead 24 7 would that affect me or is that something we should be telling people well i mean um as i have mentioned several times like i am getting older and so my skin (laughs) routine is fairly in depth these days and i think that um probably the thing to think about if you do have a fringe with your skincare is to just um like pin your fringe back while you're waiting for your moisturizer to sink into your skin or your serum because like I do use a moisturizer and a serum on my face and I do find I do have to get my fringe out of the way but as long as you've let it sink in it doesn't matter too much Mm. but I think probably I have noticed with a few people of my clients who have really oily skin because like uh, my skin is like dry as a bone it's ridiculous um but I think if you've got oily forehead, that's something to think about is you will probably notice you have a little bit more kind of oil on your fringe. So you might have to just use Ashley's tip, washing your fringe. Just don't wash your whole hair, just wash your fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, not to throw it back, but if you look at our Instagram, we actually have a video on how to blow dry your fringe. So check out our IGTV and you can see that video Mm, for yourself. Perfect. Have you had any clients cut their own fringes and come ask you? help uh so many (laughs) (laughs) like is is it a desperate like i'm just gonna trim it or like completely new fringe i have so many clients that just trim their own fringes and to be honest most of them are pretty good at it i guess if you've had a fringe for a long time you But um, recently, um, it wasn't actually a client of mine, but a friend's daughter who sent me a message on my messenger (laughs) with a picture. And she's like, um, mom was just wondering if I could come over sometime soon because I've just cut myself some bangs and they look really bad. And she was like super embarrassed to go to school and stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and honestly, they weren't that bad, but... 
Uh, it is a good thing. Because it's, it's something that's on your face, right? Yeah. If you, if you don't like it, you've decided it's you absolutely really, don't like really it. Really, really not good. <laughs> I mean, I've seen worse. Like, I've seen some pretty interesting fringes out there in my time. Yeah. And um, there are a few people who've trimmed it that have just, like, slipped a little bit. It's yeah. always nice if they warn you beforehand because there's nothing worse than seeing someone do a really dodgy fringe and thinking that it was the fringe that you cut last time. Ooh, and yeah. you're just like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure I did a good job last time time but uh and you're like um just how are you liking the shape of the fringe at the moment and they're going oh yeah I cut it myself at home (laughs) but yes um I TikTok has a lot to answer for for cutting your own fringe can I just say absolutely and yeah having a a younger clientele there's so many videos on how to cut curtain bangs and Mm -hmm. they keep coming up and I definitely had a client maybe a while ago like when they first came out her and her friends decided she needed curtain bangs. So it just, you know, took a section and just hacked. And, like, it probably wasn't even a bad mm-hmm. attempt. Like, there are some videos out there that, honestly, if you did follow it well enough, it would be fine. It yep. would be okay. Um, but she never styled it. And that's the thing. You know, those finishing touches that we learn as professionals... It is kind of essential. It is super essential. Oh, no, my favorite one. I was watching this video the other day. It wasn't even a client. Sorry, this is just like a random thing I watched on the the internet. Um, And my favorite one of all time is that girl that cuts her fringe. And, like, if you've ever seen one of these videos, like, you've probably noticed that people often, like, hold it, like, really, 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 really tight, get their, like, big 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 kitchen scissors and just like chop on the ends and then it like bounces up heaps because when you pull it down with all that much tension you're pulling it like way further than it's actually going to sit and her fringe just ends up this like little thing and it sticks out at the front oh my god I love that video so much I could watch it over and over again but please please don't become an internet sensation with a bad fringe guys just come and see us Thanks for listening to our first ever podcast. Woo. Yeah, so um, stay tuned. Um, we have no idea how regularly they're going to be coming out because... Hairdressers don't have a lot of time. <laughs> no, they don't, but we're hoping to get you at least a month like, monthly, if not a fortnightly, little podcast in there yeah. so you can hear what we're up to. Um, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Barcare, on um, Facebook at Barcare. And we have our website, which is barcare.com.au. And you can always call us in the salon as well. And our number is double three six eight three double five two. Amazing, but I do not know that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> now you do, guys. Um, so that's it from us. We hope you've really enjoyed it. And we will see you again next time. Thank you for listening to The Snippet. The Snippet is hosted and produced by Sarah Mackay and Ashley Lockie for Bar Care. Recording, editing, mixing and sound by Sarah Mackay. The Snippet theme song is by Jock Mackay. For more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio or the Acast app. For more about Bar Care or to make an appointment, head to barcare.com.au. See you next time. Thank you.